0: You know what it is, effective fam. All right, Rick, the first person to say hi, what's up, man? Rick, nice to see you, bro. Who else is here? Give a little wave, Evan. Fourth day in a row. Rick, second day in a row. Shubham, third day in a row. Oscar, good to see you. Marcus, how you doing? I know you've come today, uh, come before once, Oscar. Dorin, Claire, ayo Mandy, ayo Hello, how you doing, everybody? This is 30 Days of Dedication, and we're on day four of the 30 Days of Dedication. And we've covered in the first three topics of the 30 Days of Dedication, we've covered number one, the 10,000 hour rule. Number two, what we've covered is um, the concept of deliberate practice, why it's important to practice uncomfortably. Three, yesterday we talked about the details. Why the little small details matter in becoming a professional or becoming reaching your full potential in football? Okay, the details matter so much. Yesterday we talked about you know how how going to say hello to a coach for the first time and your phone has a crack screen. This is don't have a crack in your screen, and always be confident and you know body language on the field, off the field, so important, guys. Um, If you want to watch the replays of that, you can. Uh, The links are emailed to you or. You can go on the podcast, which is Train Effective SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash train effective, or um, I think the podcasts are on Apple, on uh, on the Google Anchor. No, you know where you find podcasts, usually we're there. So, so that's that, all right? 30 days of dedication. Today is day four, and day four, we're coming live from the YouTube space, Um, Let me give you a quick tour, guys. This is the YouTube space. This is where we do the following. We learn, we connect, and oh my goodness, I hope I don't drop the camera, but we – hold up. Can you guys read that? Create. Um, This is a a space in in central London, um, as you can see here, the YouTube space. Here we are right now. And uh, this is a space for channels with over 10,000 subscribers to come and enjoy and do stuff. But today what we're doing is learning, connecting, growing. So let's get right into it. Um, today is day four. And in day four of the 30 days of dedication, we're going to be talking about the following. All right. We're going to be talking about this. We're gonna be talking about this are you ready for this oh get ready and for the people watching on instagram you can see what i'm sharing if you go to the link in the bio like go to the link in the train effective bio i promise you this is going to be way more valuable than any other instagram story any other netflix video any other youtube video you're going to watch today if your goal is to reach your full potential In football, in life, in whatever it is that you want to achieve, I promise you will get value out of this, but you've got to listen, and you can't just be scrolling in your phone doing other stuff. Like, If you really want to learn, pay attention, because this stuff is going to really, really, really help you, all right? So let's get right into it. Today, the topic is consistency is key. Consistency is key. Now, I know you guys have a few, you know, little little ideas of what that means. But just before I get into that, my name is Nick Humphreys. If you don't know me, um, I'm the head of, uh, head of Train Effective here in London. Um, I was offered a, a contract to play professionally when I was 18. But um, all in all, I, were, I played in six countries. I played in England, played in Amsterdam. I played in, uh, in Zurich, in Switzerland. I played in Australia. I played in, uh, for a short time in Scotland. Um so I played in all these and I played in Hungary of course Budapest. I um I played there for, for three years. So I, I have a lot of a lot of different experiences around the world. I played in a lot of different cultures. Most cultures, guys, not my first language. Hungarian, uh, Swiss German, um Dutch. These are not my languages. Rick from Holland. These are not nine languages, so there was always time that I had to adjust, but these learnings are being passed on to you now. The t- the, I'm gonna be teaching you guys about four, all right, four ways about consistency, four things about consistency and why it's important. You guys might think this is boring. Why don't I wanna watch um I wanna which I wanna watch a video about Fortnite. I wanna you know Harry, Harry's in this in this chat somewhere. Harry, Harry Plockrose, say hello. But Harry was 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 just in the YouTube space with me just before. And Harry's been watching these Fortnite videos of this guy. I forget his name now. I think it was like um oh, what's his name? What's what's the guy's name? Ten, ten something? Uh TF2. TF two. Do, do you guys know who TF2 is? Do you guys know Tf Tui, Tf Tui. Who is this guy? Anyway, um, obviously he his his main living is is playing Fortnite, and you guys might have all these other things that you want to watch. You want to watch, you know, Netflix. You want to watch uh, something that's more entertainment value than actual learning. But I promise you, if your mindset is learning, then you're gonna get so much value out of this. So here we go. Training. Make training a habit. This is tip number one, okay? Everybody in life has the same amount of time to reach their goals. Too. Everybody is born with the same amount of time, okay? We all have 24 hours in, in a day. We all have 24 hours in a day, okay? The only difference of why someone makes it to their goal and the other person doesn't Is how they manage their time and how you manage your time is based on this habits habits we all have habits all right we have habits on when we go to the toilet we have habits on when we eat um, when we drink we have habits when when we go work out you know some people they'll work out first thing in the morning Others will leave it to the very last thing before they go to sleep. Um, some people, they procrastinate a lot. It's a habit that they leave their assignments or their schoolwork to the very, very last minute. If your goal is to become a top footballer to reach your full potential, if that's your goal to reach your full potential, you need to make habits your friend. You need to make good habits your friend all right now this is exactly what i mean by that say that you're a kind of guy that um that loves to do let's ask a question to to you guys okay rick shubham all you guys um any of you guys and it's okay to say yes any of you guys leave schoolwork to the very last minute before just before the deadline or maybe the deadline's like 10 minutes past and you're still submitting your assignment, you know, that kind of thing. Oscar says yes. Hero says no. Tana says yes. And guys, it's completely like, just be honest, say yes or no, because I'm not judging you. Okay. I'm here to help you, to develop you. So, so I I don't care. I don't care. I'm just here to help. But um, UK says too often yes. So we have a lot, a lot of different yeses, Um, a few no's, but, but mostly, mostly yes. Now, when you leave things to the very last minute, what kind of habit does that create? Well, usually it means that you're not punctual. Usually it means that you may be undisciplined with training because, well, usually you leave things to the last, last thing at night. Um, maybe you do most of your training last thing before you go to bed and you don't prioritize it enough highly to be, you know, on time to doing it right and to, to do it when you have the most energy these are the things that you guys got to think about rick ellie (laughs) ellie ellie by the way said um nice to meet you ellie uh not if it's my five hour essay (laughs) but cool if it's your five hour essay as soon as you get your assignment do three hours on the first day so you can do two hours later you know what i mean these are the things that you you gotta you gotta keep in mind but the reason why i taught something about habits in terms of punctuality and being on time is the same things that would happen in a game. Now, say you have an important game coming up, all right? You're playing in the semi final um, against a very important team. And um, in that semi final, in the sem- uh, very important team, the coach tells you, uh, Ellie, be there at 6 p.m. on the dot. And so, Ellie, you're like, all right. I'm going to I'm going to take the bus there at 6:30 and I'll I'll get there around maybe at 7 oh sorry I'll get sorry let me rephrase it I'll leave at 5:30 to get there at 6 and I'll get there at, at um a couple of minutes before 6 that's when the bus usually gets here so I'll be fine now 5:30 you're waiting at the bus stop you're waiting at the bus stop you're waiting it's 5:40 and holy crap you're stressing so you're not even thinking about the game anymore. you're not in that mindset of thinking about the game and visualizing oh how am I gonna play? No, instead now you're thinking about, holy moly, where's the where's the bus? Oh my god I gotta maybe I've gotta call my mom.' I, 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 okay, it's five 45 i I've gotta call my mum to come here and and take me to training. mum <laughs> oh my God, mum's not Af- mum, you gotta answer mum, oh my God, okay, boom, gotta call dad. Okay, it's five fifty now. Dad, hello, hello. Yes, yes, Ellie. What do you want? Um, uh, Dad, uh, can you pick me up? The bus is not coming. And Dad's like, what? And you get this whole argument with your dad. Your dad's saying why you didn't why you didn't leave earlier. Um, your dad said check the timetable. And now you're stressing about the fight with your dad. But hey, it's five fifty-five, and your dad comes, picks you up. He's a bit angry, but Dad comes picks you up, and then you're all stressed, you're stressed about the boss, you're stressed about your dad, you're not even thinking about the game and all because you're not on time. And then you get into the dressing room, it's 10 past six and the coach says, Ellie, where have you been? And you walk into the dressing room, everybody's looking at you like, Ellie, where were you? this is a semi-final, it's important. Because you were just like, well, I was going to get there on time, but no, you have to be there at 5pm, 5.30. You have to be there early. You have to give yourself the the, the time, guys, to, to be able to visualize, to be able to think. And Claire, you're exactly right. Being punctual is a first step to a good first impression and a calm mindset. Because in order to have your best performance, you have to be calm. And Hero, What you said about being 5 p.m. shows that you're one of the most dedicated, right? And dedication is key. But it all starts with habits, habits formed in your brain. Make training a habit. Make being on time a habit. Make eating right a habit. Make all these things a habit, guys, and you will reach your your full potential. But if you don't have those habits ingrained with you, ingrained in you, then you're never going to you're never going to reach your full potential because that semi-final, Ellie, well, the coach put you on the bench because you're late, no excuses, because the coach is a good one. He's like, "Nah, no, Ellie, you were late. I'm sorry, you're on the bench. And it turns out that a scout was watching that first half of the game. And it turns out, well, the scout left early because there was no talent there. But hey, Ellie, that could have been your chance to shine. And if you had just got there on time, because you made exception for the boss being late. And if you had gone in with a calm mindset and not thinking about the fight with your dad and you're all late and your hair's a mess so you don't look sharp and fresh, well, that was your chance. And that's why it's important, all right? Makes sense, guys? Now, the second thing, have compelling reasons. Name one thing about Modric. Name one thing about Luca Modric. One thing about Luka Modric, you see, he's won the Boulogne d'Or. But what's the first thing that comes in mind when you when you think about Luka Modric? Rick says dedicated. What else do you say? Um, over over on the. Rick says. Oh, Ellie says attentive. Nick says intellectual. Marcus says leader. Shubham. Shrub says, um, passionate, never give up attitude. Okay, great. Hard worker, hard worker. So so we, we have all these, all the assertive, we have all these words to describe Modric. But let's think about it this way Luca Modric is the world's, supposedly the world's best player right now. Do you think at age 15, 16, 17, 18 that people would say that Luka Modric would one day become the world's best player because here you're talking about a, a pretty skinny guy, pretty scrawny um, shorter than most players, I think Luka Modric is only 5 foot 7, 5 foot 8 would you ever think he would become the world's best player no right definitely not uh, you would think everybody that's m- Stronger, more well-built, maybe a bit more faster, a bit stronger. You would think, nah, he could never play in the Premier League because he's too small and too slight. Um, You know, you would think about all these things. But why did Luka Modric become the world's best player? Why? Just think about it for a sec. Why do you think Luka Modric could even think he could become the world's best player? Because, guys he didn't just magically become the world's best. There are millions that want to do it, that want one day to become the world's best, okay? And maybe there are tens of thousands that actually really go for it. And then the one person or the five people that, you know, that get to that level, 10 people, whatever, the handful of people, right? They have to have that vision of, I'm gonna become the world's best player. This doesn't just happen magically. But in order for that to happen, my guys, in order for that to happen, in order for that to happen, your sense of purpose, purpose, I know, this word is going to be new to a lot of you guys because maybe you don't even think of that level yet. You might think that footballers, people that achieve big success in life, that, oh, they're just born that way or they just magically become that way or they just magically, you know, some some person from another planet, so they're just gonna, you know, like that. It's very easy to think that way when you see someone that's achieved a great level of success, but it starts with purpose. It starts with, why can I become the world's best player? Why am I better than that guy or this girl or this person? What What difference can I make? Where do I stand out? What are my strengths, okay? And when you have this purpose, of why you want to become the world's best player? Then everything starts making sense. Now, Luka Modric's why of why he wants to become the world's best player might be because well, he wanted to prove that any guy five foot seven, five foot eight, short guy, scrawny guy, a guy from a war-torn country um, like he he grew up in Luka Modric. We have a great post on Instagram on that, by the way. He was thinking about all these things and he thought, okay, if I can become the world's best, if I can lift that, lift that trophy, then forever in my legacy, in my history and for my family, I could have provided this legacy, that small Luka Modric that people made fun of back in the day and that came from this war-torn country and, and had no hope actually made it and actually became the world's best above Ronaldo, above Messi, above Mohamed Salah, above um, all these top players, because he had that idea in mind, legacy. And that's very important. One thing about legacy, okay? You guys might not think about that, that level becoming the world's best, because there are many other factors which will dictate whether you become that or not. But let's say you want to become a professional player. Let's say you just want to become the best player in your team. Let's say that's your goal, to become the best undisputed best player in your team. So when people ask, who's the best player in your team? They will say Ellie or they all say Rick or Alex or Evan. Evan is the best player in the team. You have to think to yourself, why should I be the best player in the team? What do I have to bring? You know, what's my purpose? Why am I doing it? And it's a lot about what I talked about yesterday in the the why um, why some players make it to the very top and not. But you really have to have your why there. Because if you have your why there, if you have those compelling reasons, then you're more willing to work. You're more willing to make things a habit. You know what I mean? Hello. Oh, yes. <laughs> you're more willing to make things a habit. Okay? You're more willing to get up at 5 a.m. Because that's when you have the most energy during the day and it's before school. So boom, 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 boom. You're going to go do it. You're going to do your training then. You're going to do your analysis homework then, you know, because you treat this as a priority. That's when things start coming together, okay, when you define your purpose. So my takeaway for you guys is, is this. Think about why you want to be the best player in the team. Think about why. Why do you have the goal that you do? What is it? Because my sense of why, guys, and why, why at age sixteen, never had, never played in a professional academy. Um, everybody would always say no in that. No, Nick, you you can never be a footballer. You know that's not your thing. No one ever supported me in that idea. But but the reason why it was so important for me was because it's one of the only things, probably the only thing that people said no to me about, like. They'd say, Nick, yeah, you could be good at this or that. But when it came to football or sports, they said, mm. uh, but particularly football, they'd say, no. Because the coaches cut me, you know, all these things. So my why was always, okay, if I can prove them wrong, if I can prove it to myself that I can do what I think is the most impossible thing in the world to achieve. I, I think, I, I, literally, guys, I think when I was 16, when i was younger i thought it's harder to become it's easier to become a billionaire it's easier to become the president of the country rather than rather than becoming a professional footballer like that was my thinking of it so i thought you know what i need to go on this impossible challenge and i need to prove to myself why i can do this um i need to i need to see how far i can go you know that was my thinking and that's why I kept going like that. So you really got to think to yourself, why do you do this? Why? Now, next thing, and I'm going to rush through a few of the other things because I want to get right into q and I want to talk to you guys. I want to answer your questions, so don't, don't go away just yet. But when you have these things, you start developing your discipline. Now, I want to ask you guys this question. <clears throat> How long does it take to build a habit? How long does it take to build a habit? How many days does it take to build a habit? How many days does it take to build a habit? Marcus says 30, Hero says five. Shub, you're exactly right. It takes 21 days to build a habit. Now you can Google this. Um, if you Google 21 days to, to make a habit, you'll you'll see what kind of content is out there about that. But I think it was a Harvard research, Harvard study that showed how long it, it takes to actually make things a habit. So say you wanted to make a habit of waking up at 5 a.m. every day. Now the beginning phases will be really hard. Oh, you're like, crap, 5 a.m., oh my God, I have to do this. But every every time you do it, 5 a.m., 5 a.m., every single day, after 21 days, it'll become a habit, become natural, become part of your sleeping rhythm, part of your resting cycle. And so that's why you gotta develop discipline to build your habits, okay? And the way to do discipline is this. Number one, think about your why Think about why you do something. Think about why you're, you, you want to reach the goal that you do. So every morning when you wake up, every time your head hits a pillow and you know that you have to wake up at 5 a.m., just think to yourself, why am I doing this? And you think to yourself, okay, right, because if I do this, it's part of my legacy. Or if I do this, then I'm going to reach my goal. And my goal is important to me because X, Y, and Z because this. And when you think about that, stuff just becomes a lot more easier, man. That's just the truth. But the second way, and this is the way I did it myself, guys, is I was training 20 hours a week. Now you guys might think to yourself, 20 hours a week, that's so much. How do I do that with school and everything? Great question to ask yourself how, but all of you can train 20 hours a week. All of you could train 30 hours a week if you really wanted to. You could probably train 40 hours a week if you really wanted to. The only difference is discipline. The only dis- only difference is, uh, like, are you going to get up at 5 a.m. every day before school to get that hour of practicing? And that's how I thought about it with myself, okay? So I knew what my why was. That That why, to me, was motivating enough. But the second thing I did to make sure I really got up on time and really got that 20 hours a week in is I put it on a piece of paper like this. Okay. I wrote it down. I wrote it down on a piece of paper. I said, um, if I don't train 20 hours of focused practice, of deliberate practice this week, then next week I have to do, Three times the hours I missed so if I missed like five hours then I'd have to do 15 hours more the next week so I do like 20 hours a week right but if I miss five so I did one week only uh, only 15 hours then I do 35 hours the next week okay and that was motivating enough for me to be like oh my goodness I really have to do my training today I really have to get my goal for this week and it worked And instead of just training maybe four or five hours a week, this kind of thing made me train three, four times more because I signed it and I I signed it on a piece of paper and I I put it on my wall, okay? I signed it on a piece of paper, put it on my wall. So, So it was there always on my desk, in front of my desk. I'd always see it and think, okay, Nick, okay, let's quickly do your homework and then let's do training or let's do that analysis or whatever it is. So sign it, put it on a piece of paper, and if you don't do it, then do it. There was a time where I missed ten hours. I was so stupid. I don't know what I was thinking. I was a young kid, right? But I, um, I think it was one of the the final, final. I think it was May time, so school was finishing. And that week, I'd spent too much time with you know. It's good to spend too much. It's it's good to spend time with friends. But this week, I spent a lot of time with friends, and I think I was really distracted by by girls and and stupid stuff. Anyway. I missed 10 hours. so, And the next week, me and my family were going to holiday and we're going in this like really nice place in France. Um, and I was like, okay, I have to do 20 extra hours of practice. Cause back then I was doing double. Like if I didn't, if I missed an hour, I have to do double, not triple. So it was double, but I, I had to do out of my mind, I had to do 40 hours of practice that week. And I was thinking to myself, oh my God, come on, first week of summer holidays, like, give me a break. I should be resting, should be, you know, going to the beach. But I said, no, I have 40 hours I have to do on this lovely, like, resort place. And so I was like, far out. I don't even know where the first place is where I have to train right now. Like, what do I even do? But I thought, like, I gotta, I gotta find a way because I signed it, so I gotta do it, and I, I gotta keep a promise to myself that I'm gonna do it. So, so I found the basketball court that was on the resort. It was like this concrete, crappy basketball court. Like there was not even hoops on it because there was holes in it and everything. But I thought, I, c- I think I can carve out a little area to train. And um, a big ball. I didn't use a big ball because there was not enough space, so I used a mini ball. And I kid you not, for four, five hours a day, I was there. Before the sun got too hot, I was out there. So I could still manage it in a way where like I could have breakfast with my parents because like family time was important to me. But I thought, you know what, as soon as I wake up, three hours, and then spend time with my family, but then when I'm back, another three hours. And literally, I kid you not, that's what I did under the hot sun, when people were at the beach, when people were drinking their cocktails, I was there doing my thing because I made a promise to myself. And I didn't postpone it because if you postpone it, that's not how you build a habit. That's not how you stay disciplined. All right? Now, you might have the, the, the same thing. It might not be hours that you, you do it. I've also done it in a way where if I missed any hours, I would ban myself from the TV or YouTube or, or um, social media for a whole week. So I couldn't – I deleted Instagram from my phone. Um, I um, deleted – I didn't have Instagram at the time. I had Facebook. But um, I, I I deleted – I couldn't access YouTube, couldn't Couldn't play FIFA. FIFA was my big thing back then. I couldn't play FIFA. Couldn't play FIFA. And that sucked, man. I came home and I was like, man, I should have really completed my hours because I really like to chill playing some FIFA now. But I couldn't because – I signed it on this piece of paper and this was my discipline system, guys. So sign it, sign it, sign it. That's it. Um, While I'm talking about the next one, put in, uh, let me know what your own discipline system is. How do you discipline yourself? Share it with the community because our community, Effective Fam, we become stronger when more people share our thoughts, our opinions, ideas. So share, share in um, in in the screen. The last thing, guys, is have someone to keep you accountable. Um, I reached a stage in my career when I needed to reach that extra 20 30% because I knew if I was going to get to that professional level, I could do all the individual training in the world. I could do a lot of team training. I could do all these things. But none of my family were football people Um, and – Not many of my friends were that driven either, like really, really driven, like wanted to make it to the top. So so it was hard for me to find someone accountable. But eventually I did. And that person that held me accountable was John Moses. John Moses. Um, I started training with him. And John Moses, if you don't know him, by the way, John Moses is uh, the head coach of Train Effective. Um, Effective FC, by the way, big shout out. Um, if you want to know more of Moses' story, just type in YouTube, John Moses War to Winner, and you'll see his just incredible story of how he escaped war and poverty and everything to to make it to Europe to play as a footballer. Just amazing, inspiring stuff, and and so glad that he can always share his wisdom and his knowledge to everybody that you know comes for in residence and everybody that's on the platform and sometimes he's on these webinars um but that was the guy who was keeping me accountable to get to that extra 20 30% and and I trained with John Moses every single day uh, over a summer and I trained with him every single day over summer he told me to get to the field by 7 a.m. 7:30 a.m. and at that time waking up early was was um was shocking to me so I had to I had to commute like an hour across town to get to training and then an hour back and like man it was it was a grind but you know what it paid off three months in a row (laughs) and don't tell school but I I had to skip some classes it was my senior year in high school so I had to I had to skip some classes but I had to do it this was my goal this is my ambition and after that three months working with him that's what led me to then go on a tryout with a, a second division club in Hungary and then that one week trial led to the, the contract offer to play professionally. So when I say I play, uh, got that contract offer offered to play professionally when I was 18, that was that because someone held me accountable over that summer. And it wasn't just myself, it was someone else. And when you also work for someone else, when someone else is supporting you, you want to pay them back. So my tip to you guys is to find someone, maybe, you know, maybe your parents already hold you accountable. Maybe your father um, maybe your father is the type that you know is the kind of type that um, that is like Mark, Nick, Nick. You have to do this. This is for us. This is for our family. You know. <laughs> Thankfully, I, I wasn't in that that state of pressure, but you could be. You could be. Um, and you need that mentorship. You need someone to help you hold you accountable. Now, some of the other ways you could do it is this: is just like me, I did a hundred day challenge and I was accountable accountable for the whole world literally accountable for, for the whole world by hundreds of thou- hundred thousand people that was watching this journey on YouTube so I definitely had to be accountable on I, I was held accountable to the world of 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 training every day of of posting a video about my journey every day about doing a well in a tryout because I knew. That hundreds of thousands of people could be watching this so i had to had to keep that in mind and if you don't know what the 100 day challenge is um it's a, it's a challenge i did about about almost two years ago now um just type in youtube 100 day challenge to pro contract um but that's it that's how you that's how someone holds you accountable you know what i mean so so and by the way if you want to know the outcome of that 100 day challenge um uh, a scout, a scout. I got scouted by a scout working at Chelsea FC, um, which was the, the boyhood club, my my the, the team that I supported all my life. Um, and someone <laughs> working at Chelsea scouted me from there, and um, he he did actually get in contact with me, Shub. Um, but by the time he got in contact contact with me, my ambition changed into building Train Effective. So that's where all my focus and my energy is lying in right now is helping you guys, educating you guys, and growing this brand, growing this movement of Train Effective and helping dream chasers all around the world because that's that's passion. That's what we're doing here at Train Effective. So, so, so that's that, you know. Um, all right, guys. <laughs> nice. Love that. Love that, love that, love that. <laughs> yes. So, guys, that was um that was what I wanted to talk to you about today. Let's get into a little Q and A. I'm going to answer all you. I'm going to say hello to all of you. All right, Ellie, Shubham, Nick, what are your questions? I'm going to answer three, four, three questions, and then we're going to then we're going to call it a day. But three questions for you guys. Let me know. All right. And um, big shout out to. Big shout out to Yike, Fika, Evan, Rick, Shub, Claire, Alex, Alexander, Tanasis, Nick, Dorin, Marcus, Best, Karabo, Hero, Ben, Ayo, Midi or David, Ellie, Oscar, thank you for, for all being here. I notice a lot of you are on mobiles. Um, the best way to view these things is on like desktop. So if you've got a laptop around you then or like a computer around you, try watch it there because it's always better always a better experience so Fikiyomi first question is 30 hours of training a week too much Is 30 hours of training a week too much Um, it depends on you man depends on your goals if you want to know what my opinion is on this my real opinion go back to day two Uh, was it day two or day three where I talked about um, it might have been yesterday day three where I talked about deliberate practice I talked about um, levels of hard work, level one, level two, level three, level four, level five, hard work, okay? If your ambition is to be the world's best player, then, yeah, you probably need to be training 30 hours a week because that's 10,000-hour rule. That's, you know, you've got to be working harder than everyone else. So in that kind of case, it's true. If you just want to become the best player in that in your team, you know, your hard work needs to match what does it take to become the best player in your team. You know, so maybe that's five hours a week, maybe that's 10 hours a week. Maybe you just need to do a couple of extra sessions for six months to really get to your goal. You know, so it's all predicated on on what is your ambition, what is your goal, and then that level of hard work has to match. All right. Um, hero, Nick. I know what boots aren't too relevant, but which boots do you recommend the most? Um for me. Uh, funnily enough, about ten years ago, I used to run an online soccer store. Like legit, I used to, I used to. It's, it, You can Google it. It's called Kick It Deals. I used to sell football boots, football shoes. Um, I used to sell football shoes, so I was like a big football boot fanatic. But you know what? I, what? What I learned about that, guys. Why I'm so passionate about Train Effective now is that, you know, boots don't really help your game. I mean, yes, and a little bit, uh, but. You know what? I've gone on professional trials and stuff with cheap boots. And does it make a difference? No. What really makes a difference, guys, it's what's going up, on up here, on what your body's like, on your body, your mind, your calmness, all that. That's what really matters, not your boots, okay? But the boots I wear for the for the answer, all right, is the Nike Tiempo's um, and the Nike Vapors. They've always been my go-to shoes. Nike Vapors, when I play Defender, and Nike Vapors. Um, do they still call them Vapors? Superflies? I don't know if they still call them that. Uh, but um, those are my two, two weapons. Superflies, the Vapors, when I, when I play up front as an attacker. But don't worry about your boots. If you're going to spend money in boots, you're going to spend a lot. Trust me. Um, how do you prepare your mind before a game? This is what Marcos asks. How do you prepare your mind for a game? Great question. Very good question you're asking, all right? The way I prepare my mind for a game is Rio Ferdinand, actually. Do you guys know Rio Ferdinand? Say yes or no. Do you guys know Rio Ferdinand? Shubham says yes. Yes. Rick says yes. Okay, you guys know who Rio Ferdinand is? Um, Guys, watch his oxford union talk if you watch anything this weekend watch rio's oxford union talk it is like the best if you want to be the best footballer it is the it puts you in his mind what 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 was going through his mind from his early days to his career and he's all about mentality guys he's all about mentality he's all about i think he's the most inspiring footballer past or present that there is he is relentless he his mindset is absolutely, and the level of detail he goes in is, is phenomenal. No other footballer does it like him. So someone like Rio Ferdinand watches Oxford Union and and you'll see, you. Um, I think, the first 20 minutes, definitely. Um, there's a lot about his mentality going into games. There's a lot of his mentality on game day, um, on the last 20 minutes, last 30 minutes, I think, of that Oxford Union address. So make sure you watch that Um, because it's it's brilliant, it's absolutely brilliant. But long story short, and what I wanted to sum up with that is, for me personally, the night before a game, my head hits a pillow, and this is a tip I stole from Rio Ferdinand, thank you Rio, is as soon as my head hits a pillow, I'm thinking about the game the next day. And my mentality is nothing about negative thoughts, because I used to not be able to sleep the night before matches because I was so I was nervous. I was thinking about what if I lose the ball? What if I miss the shot? You know, what if I blah, blah, blah. Like my mind was racing with things that could go wrong. But I read this book called Soccer Tough by Dan Abrahams, Soccer Tough. It started changing my mindset to think, okay, any negative thought I had, I'm going to replace it with a positive. So anytime I had a neg- negative thought, like losing the ball, I thought, with like, no, 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 I'm not going to think about losing the ball. I'm going to think about what happens when I'm in this position on the field, on the on the wide side of the field, and I'm, I'm looking at what's around me. It's, in, it's going on in my brain, like, okay, I see the space in front of me. What is my first touch going to look like when I get the ball? Okay, my first touch, I'm going to... The, my my other my teammate's gonna look at me he's gonna give me the eyes so I know he's gonna pass to me and then before he passes to me i'm gonna take a quick scan to my right and i'm gonna know that there's space in front of me and if there's a defender on me I'm gonna make sure that that touches quick so that ball's gonna come to me slowly slow motion in my head the ball's gonna come to me and then I'm gonna hit that ball with my right clean first touch, zooming past the defender. Another defender is going to approach me. And that's why I already know I'm going to cut in on his outside and then I'm going to deliver an early cross and the striker is going to run in and score. You know what I mean? Oh my God, I'm just thinking about this now. But imagine if every thought that you had about your game was this positive visualization. Imagine you'd have a much better game and that's what your mentality is got to be about positive visualization positive thoughts only think about scoring great goals again this is dan abrahams thank you dan think about thinking uh, thinking about scoring positive goal uh big goals important goals thinking about your first touch thinking about how you're going to beat every player to the ball because you want to win think about helping your team you know think about it and claire great link that you shared there yes so that's it. That's a mentality. Last question, guys, and I, I, I'm going to get going. Um, last question, last question, last question. Um, Alex, that's a great question that you have, but but send that to a DM. Um, send that as a DM to my account, at Nick Humph, and I'll answer it for you. Shubham, yes. I visualize myself scoring goals like Coutinho. Yes, well done. Tadiwa. Um, Taddywa is from Australia. I think it's 5 a.m., 6 a.m. where you are. So Taddywa, congratulations for making it, man. Um, he's an effective member. That's why I know him. Um, effective app, by the way, traineffective.com. If you use the coupon code DEDICATION10, uh, you'll get 10% off the academy. Um, <laughs> that was my 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 quick plug there because Taddywa's name came up. DEDICATION10. Is the the coupon code, and you get ten percent off. Okay, Taliwa, um, how do you grind? Sorry, how do you grind through them days when you feel like you can't anymore, when you're in so much pain? How do you go through it? Great question, Taliwa. First of all, you have to think about think to yourself: Are you resting enough? Are you sleeping enough? If you have a if you have a, um, a first training during the day and one in the evening, like, can you get a nap in before your second training so you don't feel so sore, so you feel more rested. Um, So if if you're resting right, like, first of all, this is a checklist. You have to make sure you're resting right, you're getting proper sleep. You have to make sure that you're eating right, you know, at least three meals a day. Um, Someone just said something there. So sleep, nutrition, recovery, rest, like, naps. Are you doing these things? Are you doing these things? If you are, okay, good. To the next step, all right? Secondly, what's your training like? Are you training intensively all the time? Because you have to have a balance, okay? You can't just be training at the hardest sweat that you'll ever do. Heart's beating at 200 beats per minute. No. No. You've got to balance. you are got to have that balance, you know? You have to have low intensity, practicing your technique, and high intensity and tactical analysis and mental training and all these different elements in your game, not just going hard all the time. That's probably why you feel tired all the time because you're not thinking that way. You're not thinking smart. Um, But if you're doing all those things and still, it still feels like a grind to get out there. It feels sore, painful. You feel like it's just not working and you felt like this way for a week. Take a break, take a couple days off. In fact, me, I'm I'm usually taking at least one day, two days a week off. Um, at least one day a week, let's say, from training. Um, because if I'm to do it every single day and I don't have a day of rest, then I don't feel mentally fresh. I don't feel ready. So, So incorporate these things into your schedule, all right? Maybe you don't do anything physical for one or two days every week. You just do the tactical analysis. You just watch games, you do game braining, game brains, and you, you just watch live different movements, different patterns, different scenarios. And that way you're training too. So guys, that was my uh, presentation for the day. We spent a good 45 minutes together. Oh my God. Um, so all you guys watch, watching on our, uh, on Instagram, cause I, I know there's a few of you make sure you next time you go on Demio, um, to watch. It's a free thing. Link is in bio. Um, but guys, Shubham, Claire, Nick, Dorin, Marcos, Best, Tadiwa, it was it was great to great to talk to you guys. Um, Evan, great words. So thank you guys. <laughs> Rick already knows what to say. Um, I'm just gonna put this plug here one more time. If you guys don't know what the Train Effective Academy is, make sure you go to traineffective.com because this is where you, you have all the training drills, all the workouts. We have hundreds of different videos. Um, we have a community full of dream cases. We have everything there. So if you want to continue your journey with Train Effective, uh, make sure you go to traineffective.com and beg your parents or get some, get some funds together to be able to afford that because it, unfortunately it costs a lot of money to run that stuff. So that's it. Guys, she'll be right, Tariwa. Do all and see you tomorrow. I'm gonna be doing the 30 days of dedication tomorrow and on Sunday. So you guys already know what it is. Say the two words. Because what? What? What what what? 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 People think I'm crazy around here, but there's no one here, guys, so we can say what as loud as we want. <laughs> And the two words is stay effective. Karabo, Ellie, Shub, you, already, you guys already know. Thank you guys for coming. I hope I see you guys tomorrow as well. We're doing it at the same time. Um, but thanks, everybody, for coming. And if you have any questions, Instagram us at traineffective or you can DM me at Humph. all right? So stay effective, guys. See you guys tomorrow. Peace. See you guys.